uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for all the people that's listening and chiming in. You didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. So I appreciate you doing that. Hopefully that way, if we can learn how to agree to disagree, and we can live like people. When I make the hard topics, I say the hard things, I make the thing itch scratch. So if your itch is not scratching, and you're scratching on the itch, maybe you need to look yourself in the mirror. So I'm not here for no drama. I'm not here for no nothing. Just to learn, 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 and edify. This is from learning situations only. So I'm not here to get anybody's hairs up. So, again, thank you. And hopefully we can agree to disagree. Won't you stand? Won't you stand by me? I just need a little more time. I just need a little more time with you. I just need a little Breaking news. It's the one year anniversary of the mighty Russian offensive, and Putin would like to have a word with you. Friends, citizens of Russia, today is the day of the reunification of the Donetsk People's Republic, the Lugansk People's Republic, and the Zaporozhye and Kherson regions in Russia. A year ago, on September the 15th, a historic event took place. Succession agreements were signed for new constituent entities of the Federation. Millions of people living in the Donbass, the Zaporozhye and Kherson region, made their choice to be with their fatherland. It is a deliberate choice, one that was made by all the people together, as part of the referendums, which were held in full accordance with international law. They show determination and courage. They were not going to be bullied. Well, their right to choose their fate was going to be taken away from them. They try to take away what is dear to every person, their tradition, their language, the things that nationalists and their Western patrons who staged the coup d'etat here in 2014 despised. Then they waged a full-scale civil war against dissenters. They organized a blockade, constant shellings, and punitive action in the Donbass. But you cannot break the will of millions of people and their trust in truth and historic justice. And the victory and the clear choice for brothers and sisters were supported by all the people of Russia. They felt that protecting our compatriots in the Donbass and Novorossiya were protecting Russia itself. We're fighting together for our country, for our sovereignty, for our spiritual values and our unity. You hear that? Revolutionary president of Burkina Faso, Ibrahim Traor. Let's it be known the internal African puppets must be taken out. Captain Ibrahim Traore reflected on the country's tough road to freedom. The route taken is difficult. We have a fight against imperialism. And imperialism is not only those who are outside, it is especially the domestic lackeys inside. There are the things we have been experiencing since day one. Crowds gathered before the government broadcast a statement on national television in which it said an attempted coup had been foiled. The country's military prosecutor later said four suspects had been arrested and two were on the run. We got reaction from people on the streets of Burkina Faso with many praising the incumbent government, saying in just one year, Ibrahim Traore has managed to put in place reforms that had failed to be implemented in the eight years prior to his rule. 
We have been encouraged by the efforts that have been made. There have been achievements that must be consolidated. Among these achievements is the equipping of our defense and security forces and we also see progress in this war. We are convinced that we can make it to the end. We can achieve the satisfactory goals but not right away. Because the evil is very deep, we cannot resolve this issue of terrorism overnight. The enemy is with us, he does not come from outside, but he comes from Burkina Faso. During the previous government we were almost in chaos. The military agreements have been denounced resulting to the departure of the French army from Burkina Faso. The democratically elected presidents were not able to do it. The presidents who came to power through coups were not able to do it, and if he manages to do it this will be a very important achievement. It is a government which is characterized by a lot of hope, marked by positive points. Regarding the military aspects, it must be noted that our army has never undergone as many reforms in 40 years as it has undergone in one year. Especially when we take the period of the terrorist conflict in Burkina Faso. Reforms which were not brought about in the army in eight years were made in one year. Whether institutional reforms of the army itself, or reforms linked to logistics or recruitment methods, it is with this regime that they were implemented officially. Traore came to power in September last year, ousting the leader of yet another coup who had seized power eight months earlier. Many citizens welcomed his government amid rising insecurity and disillusioned by the previous government. Traore's rise to power, however, was strongly condemned by Western countries whose influence is waning in West Africa's Sahel region. You hear that? Security officials in the West African nation of Burkina Faso say a coup attempt has been thwarted. Other coups occurred in Niger, Gabon, and Mali, coming amid a rising anti-French sentiment in the region. And more details now with this local journalist, Nalima Kadarbak. At least four officers of the Defense and the Security Forces have been arrested in a case related to the attempted coup against the president of the transition, the Captain Ibrahim Traoré. Since the beginning of this week, information has been circulating on social media reporting an attempted coup. It was enough for thousands of people to take the streets of the capital, Ouagadougou, to show their support for the transition. You hear that? U.S. pays Kenya $100 million to invade Haiti under the guise of peacekeeping. Secretary today for Kenya's willingness to consider leading a multinational security support mission in Haiti. The United States stands ready to support that mission by providing robust financial and logistical assistance. And we intend to work with the United States Congress to provide up to $100 million in support. And we, work, we urge others in the international community to follow Kenya's great example to step up and to provide more personnel, equipment, support, training, and funding. No, we won't be used by America to attack our brothers like what Kenya and ECOWAS are doing. Willing to lead that multinational peacekeeping force. You hear that? New video dropped on my YouTube. See y'all, I told you, I told you, I told you. Told about him. He a clown. <laughs> he a clown. I'm gonna tell you why he a clown, y'all. America gonna get him a hundred million dollars, and American money is doo-doo paper. It's worthless. It don't mean nothing. <laughs> So he think because America getting this and that, he ain't only an illusion. And then he got a nerve to fight another man with hue for a man with not for a man for non-hue. I told y'all. I told y'all. I told y'all. I told y'all y'all can't trust him. You can't trust that dude, man. You know, Haiti's got his own problem with the Haitians and America pushing all they 
rigmarole on Haiti and making all that mess. So, Kenya think they got it all together that they could go save the world. The most high using you, Kenya. And I hope the most high destroy you, Kenya. Because you're under the crafty counsel of wickedness. You're under the crafty counsel of wickedness. And I just don't understand this. Y'all people in Kenya gonna lie. kill yourself over an illusion. This dude gonna be sitting at the house eating cornflakes, hugging his wife and children, and going out there putting everybody else's husband and wife and children in jeopardy. And he ain't going out there fighting. If the clown's talking about fighting, tell him to go with you. He ain't no president. He an enemy of us. That's what he is. That's what y'all fail to realize. You can't see that snake here, enemy of us. He's another Barack Obama. Now, look at all. Now, when when you start unfolding all the wickedness that we reveal to you, what Obama have done in his presidency, the wicked stuff. Y'all don't know the wicked stuff that he done. All y'all looking at, old black man, trying to be like us, trying to sing like us. You know what I'm saying? But on his mind and his agenda, he ain't even studying us. So you got this dude, and I keep, I've been telling y'all this last year. I said, y'all, the dude's spirit don't resonate with me right, man. I told y'all that last year, Kenya. Dude, spirit don't resonate with me. I don't know. It must be me. So we're going to pan it out and see. So we panning it out right now. And we see why his spirit ain't resonating with me. He's no good. His wisdom is diluted. And somebody else got him by the ball and somebody else got him by the ball, then he get to put y'all in that ball because somebody else forced him to do something on his people. Now, what's going on here, fam? I understand. What's going on him? We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't see through the picture. We can't see the painting. We can't see what type of dude this is. You know, because you got, you know, all these other Nigeria and all these other nations are trying to deal with, do away with the non-pigmentation nation, right? But this dude is the only dude and his crew is the only people don't give a care about the motherland and the nation. You see what his mind said at. Told y'all, man. Told y'all, Africa. That dude got to go, man. Him and his posse. If Africa gonna be a free birth nation, if Africa gonna have peace instead, I mean, Africa gonna have joy instead of peace, So what's the different phase? So what's the difference between joy and peace? What's the difference between joy and happiness? 
What's the difference between M-I-S-S, M-E-M-S, and R-M-R-S? What'd you say, Fade? What's the difference between M-R-S, M-I-S-S, and M-S? See, it's all these fallacies and wordplay and all these other stuff that they put you in here to be keeping you in a distractional focused mind. Every verb, every adjective, you know, those means to extract you, distract you from the real mindset. I hear you, Faye. I hear you. I ain't gonna let you slip, Faye. I ain't gonna let you sleep on what you just said, Faye. So what's the difference between joy? You say, right? You say, what's the difference between joy and happiness? Okay. It's a totally different between joy and happiness. A woman always want to be happy. Right, and when that happiness is not fulfilled, then she go out there and want to divorce or go do some old reckless stuff. Joy is something prideful, meaningful, mean a whole lot, just like a, a, a grandmother see her grandchild. That's a joy she has. Spending time. That's the joy. Because happiness comes with feelings. You could be happy 30 minutes from now. And then somebody come and tell you some crazy stuff. Now where's your happiness? But joy is rooted down. That's what they that's what they took away from us. Joy. Joy, joy. And then they water you down with, okay, let's give them a little happiness. Let them be happy sometime. Joy is to go anywhere in this world without without no stipulations and get anything you want. Without no stipulations. That's joy. Happiness. Somebody give you $100,000. And you go out here and spend all this money. You got to spend money. To be happiness. You are giving. To be joy. Most of y'all ain't getting it. Most of y'all don't even know the difference. Most of y'all don't even, 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 even analyze there was a such. Because if joy and happiness were the same thing, why is there so many divorces? I should be able to have joy in my woman. We can be happy, and blah, 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 blah. but I should be joy when my woman come out. I should see, I be smiling, be appreciated. I know we bump heads sometimes, so that takes some of the happiness out of time because we may not be feeling each other sometimes. But I still have the joy of you being my woman. I have the joy of you being my woman that I don't want to do anything. To make this joy unravel. And if both of y'all had those mindset of joy instead of happiness. See, y'all don't even know this because the difference between what society and non-pigmentation world teach you. You know, y'all don't want to think out the box. Y'all don't want to always want to analyze. 
I'm always thinking out the box. I'm still thinking out the box now. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, well, if the world is around, it's round, right? Because I believe the world is flat. If the world is round, going spinning as fast as they can, what they told me on in school, what they taught me in school. Now, I've been in this world 40, 19 years, right? Why has the stars never changed? Why is it that the stars look the same way when I notice the stars and they still look the same way 40 years later? Explain to me, somebody, explain to me if we going so far around the world and the world is spinning so fast, so fast around the world. How come the scene, how come the scene don't never change? The background don't never change. You see the stars, where the stars are, where the stars are made, and all this. See, Somebody see, those the mindset things that I be thinking about. Not that foolishness. Not crafty counseling. Questions that I ask myself that nobody can't answer or I haven't came across somebody who can answer. I have a joy in doing that. That's not a happiness. That's a joy. A joy of finding out things that I should have been known and should have been taught. Good information, true information. That's the joy I feel in there. And the joy that you feel about the most high. That's not the happy, the joy. That's what we missing. We missing the joy. We replacing the joy for happiness. Because if the Bible said there always a season. So if there's a season to be happy, and there'll be season to not be happy. So you can have a season to be joy and a season to not be joy. So how is that how is that manifest? How can you be joy and how can you not be joyful? Because you, you to me, it, it, it can't. Just like I give you the example of a grandmother cherishing her children, her grandchild, or a guy have joy. And taking care of his wife and his children. You know, I don't see how you could be joyless to be not taking care of her. So, all joy is a different narrative, joy is a different mechanism. You can compare joy. And happy. You could be happy one day, and not. And you can always be joyful. If you joyful, if you joyful, you gonna always be joyful. You gonna always have that joyful spirit. I met people that have joyful spirit. They human. They make mistakes, but they come across and be back to themselves. Make joy and make joyful noise. And we got to realize that. And back on this dude on Africa, how we gonna find joy in Africa? Because Africa, these the questions that you got to ask yourself. Do you want happiness in Africa? Or do you want joy in Africa? Because 
if you just want a substitute of happiness instead of joy, because I want to be joy to have my land back and don't have to deal with no other nations in my land. That's joy. And joy is part of happiness, but joy is not the main stem of happiness. I got joy, joy, joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart. So that's what joy mechanism from. Happy don't come down there because we got happy, 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 but happy can be sad. You can be sad and still have joy. So if you went in tune, if you in tune with joy, it shouldn't even be no problem. If you know the mechanism of joy, it shouldn't be no problem. Because the world don't teach us how to be joy. The world teaches us how to be a, a, a switch, off and on switch. Because somebody can always mess up your happiness. But if you have joy within inside yourself, they can't. Re, they can't. They can destroy. Just like if you have joy so much that you love the most high with all your heart, ain't nobody can stop that. Ain't nobody can get over you in your skin. You know, because joy brings characteristic. You got to have characteristic to have joy. Joy makes you another person. Joy put on another costume for you. You can't just say, I'm going to sit down and be joy. Joy is practice. That's why it says, down in my heart. We got to realize that women should be looking for joy instead of happiness. Men should be looking for joy instead of happiness. The birth of Africa should be looking for joy instead of happiness because you're happy that those people have left your country, but your country still, our country still in an uproar. So you can't be all happy. So when the when you see your brother doing good and everybody eating good and nobody killing and no everybody living in peace and loving each other, that's joy. Joy is priceless. Happy is halfway done. And when you're dealing with Africa, your man might try to give you a little happiness time out. We gonna let people in. We gonna take the poor passport out. That's happiness. That's not joy. Because you lifting, if you down lifting the passport, that's pe- making people happy for who called. For the economy called. For somebody else called. Joy should be within. Joy should be a personal thing. Joy should be an inner thing. Joy should be a spiritual thing, not a substance, things that I can manipulate. But it's too deep for y'all right now. Too strong for y'all pocket right now. Joy and happiness. Just like I don't understand the MRS period. The M-I-S-S period and the M-S period. You know, they make it complicated because I thought the M-R-S 
was the married, and the M-I-S-S was the single. Now what is the M-S? Like the transgender? Tell me why they envy me Lord, I pray you defend me from my enemy 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 Defend me, no, no, no What's up, fam? This phase. First of all, I want to thank the Most High for all He do for us, y'all, knowingly and unknowingly. Second of all, I want to thank Jesus Christ for dying on the cross, bringing us back to the Most High bosom. Thank you, Yahweh, and thank you, Yahweh Shai. For all you do for us, knowingly and unknowingly. I want to thank all my interstate people for listening to me, y'all. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. And I want to thank all my out-of-state people for listening. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. Second Ezra, 8, 5, 8, and 50. Second Ezra, 8 and 50. For many great misery shall be done to them that in the latter time shall dwell in the world because they have walked in great pride. Let's analyze. Meanwhile, a rat plague is creating a menace for people in Australia. The plague has spread to tropical fishing towns in northern Australia overwhelming the residents there who are clearing piles of dead rodents off the beach every morning. Thousands of rats, dead and alive, have swept up on the beaches in Queensland. They have reached the gulf towns of Karumba and Normanton, harassing the pets there, clambering over boats and stripping cars off their wiring. The native long-haired rats have been steadily marching towards the coast after a bumper wet season in inland Australia, spreading hundreds of kilometres in their hunt for new crops to nibble on. A local resident in, in northern Australia, he took uh, the video of these rats checking the homemade traps for them. As the plague of native rodents flooded a nearby coastal fishing village as well, and this is not the first time that the country has been plagued by rats. Mice first appeared in Australia with the arrival of British, uh, Britishers in 1788. Between 1900 and 1925, there were 12 major plague outbreaks in 27 locations in Australia. And they have been introduced by in infected rats from overseas ships. Recently in 2021, Australia's southern and eastern agricultural regions saw months-long plague of mice that destroyed crops and overwhelmed the farmers there. Ecclesiasticus 5, verse 6 And say not his mercy is great. He will be pacified for the multitude of my sins. For mercy and wrath come from him and his indignation resteth upon sinners. A brief window between rainfall means this family in Somalia's capital can eat. When it's raining, we sit outside under a tent until the rain slows down. We only come in the house when the rain slows down so that we can cook for the children. Weeks of heavy flooding in the African country has displaced 700,000 people. The UN has described it as a once in a century event. The floods swept away everything, including our mattresses. We're really in a hard situation. Further west of the country, villages had been surviving on higher ground. We climbed trees. The whole night until morning, we were beating jerry cans as a means to call for help. We put babies and the elderly in beds and on trees and slopes. 
The extreme flooding is caused by the El Nino and the Indian Ocean dipole weather phenomena. And with a cyclone now building over the Indian Ocean, aid agencies are warning the worst could be yet to come. The UN estimates a quarter of Somalia's population will face crisis-level hunger or worse this year due to drought and floods, exacerbating an already existing humanitarian crisis caused by years of insurgent fighting and instability. Before the floods even, we were talking about close to 50 million people who were food insecure in East Africa. Now we know that Somalia, Ethiopia and Kenya have just come out of one of the longest periods of drought. An additional 3.1 million people are thought to be impacted by the floods in the region, with concerns about the spread of disease. The people need shelter, they need medical health care, uh, and in the immediate they also need food. And their environment has become uh, very unhygienic. Urgent help needed for a region facing weather extremes. Ecclesiasticus, chapter 39, verses 30 to 31. 30. Teeth of wild beasts and scorpions, serpents, and the sword punishing the wicked to destruction. Verse 31. They shall rejoice in his commandment, and they shall be ready upon earth when need is, and when their time is come, they shall not transgress his word. There is an exploding population of hard-to-eradicate pigs that's threatening to spill over from Canada into the US. These are no ordinary pigs. They are crossbreeds of the wild Eurasian boar. They're larger in size than normal pigs. They have a high fertility rates, earning them the tag of super pigs but they've become a nuisance for Canadian officials. Pigs are not native to North America, and Canada's problem with these boars goes back a few decades. In the 1980s, the Canadian government encouraged farmers to raise wild pigs, but the demand for pigs collapsed in the early 2000s. The farmers became frustrated with raising the pigs and set them free. It turns out that pigs are great survivors of the Canadian winters. The furry animals have survived because they eat anything and everything, and the wild boars are notorious for damaging farms and crops. These pigs are known for spreading diseases, and they're fast at reproducing. Female pigs can have up to a dozen piglets every year, which is one of the main reasons why their population is booming. There were over 60,000 wild pig sightings in Canada last year. In Canada, these pigs are spotted roaming in Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. Aerial surveillance shows these pigs are now migrating south. They will soon enter the U.S. states of Minnesota, North Dakota, and Montana. And American officials are scrambling to prevent the invasion. The population numbers of these super pigs is so massive that even hunting them will not help. According to experts, even if 65% of the super pig population is killed every year, their total population will still continue to rise. And the success rate for hunters is not high enough to make hunting a viable option. Experts say that the more the pigs are hunted, the smarter they become at hiding. Canadian officials believe the eradication of super pigs is no longer possible. But American officials are slightly more hopeful. They have a few tricks up their sleeve to keep the wild pigs away. They're betting on large-scale ground traps. Nets will be fired from helicopters to capture herds. This would be done by installing trackers on the pigs, so that they can be hurtled into areas where the traps are in place. Experts say that the only way to control the pigs is by thinking out of the box. Focus on controlling their movement, so that these super pigs do not get a foothold in the US. Second Esdras, chapter 15, verse 8. I will hold my tongue no more as touching their wickedness, which they profanely commit, neither will I suffer them in those things in which they wickedly exercise themselves. Behold, the innocent and righteous blood crieth unto me, and the souls of the just complain continually.
Garissa, once a bustling hub on the border with Somalia, is at the mercy of nature. The Mwingi-Garissa Road, a vital link to Nairobi, was submerged and now lies in ruins. The flooding started at 10 p.m. We spent the whole night here. We were traveling from Nairobi and got stuck here. Know that the water has receded. We are trying to help the others cross, so we can go together. Fruit seller Fatma Hassan Gumo says her family of 12 was forced to flee at night as flash floods submerged her village near the Tarna River. The waters ruined everything, including my house. It rained from the morning to night. By 8 p.m. we had to pack and flee. Crops, roads, homes, schools and hospitals were all affected by the flash flooding, displacing tens of thousands of people and forcing them into temporary displacement camps. And we have currently, uh, we did the first assessment, 100 and uh, around 19,800 households, which translates to around uh, 115,000 uh, persons affected. And that means the entire county, there are villages currently submerged, which needs airdrops for food. With, and the water level on the Tarna River continuing to rise. Kenyans are concerned. They face an uncertain future. And I know that we all respect the science. Today, we need to follow through. Take that new road and let's bring everyone on board with us. If we want to accelerate progress across the climate agenda, we must apply a positive can-do vision to get a GST decision with the highest ambition. We must translate the negotiated outcomes into real results in the real world. And we must use the next two weeks wisely. Take a no-nonsense approach with no delays. See all this love stuff. I noticed things coming out and people trying to reveal stuff and <clears throat> people trying to act like, you know, hardship is not real. What you mean hardship ain't real? What you mean? All I mean is, you know, I'm talking for my nation, you know, for how we continue struggling and forgetting the we forgetting the picture. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Let me clean my thought out real good for y'all. I wanna I wanna put this out real, real glint screen for y'all. There you go, Faye, using them old crazy words. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Um You know, we lost the focus, man. We lost the focus of why we here and, and and why we continue being oppressed by the non-pigmentation people. That's all I'm saying. Why are we being oppressed by the non-pigmentation people? The non-melanated man and the non-melanated woman. And I told y'all you know, we ain't never been on no slave. I ain't been on no slave. So, I'm going to ask y'all this, y'all. This is what I'm going to ask y'all. For all these people, uh, I'm going to get down to it. So, the Most High said that if we don't do all his commandments, his statutes, and all what he told us to do, that we're going into captivity. Right? Oh, that's what you say. I don't believe that. Oh, you always. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I got a point to make, bro. I got a point to make. Um, in this situation, we going down here. Most I said, if we don't do what we supposed to do, we going in captivity. Captivity. So, um, 
that was one of the curses that we had. And that was the Bible prophecy, see? It's a Bible prophecy, right? Because that was the most high told our forefathers. That was a Bible prophecy. Because when you look through the book, when you read the book, Israel is always going into captivity. Why are these clowns, we are us as clowns, going into captivity? And the most high continue, you know, being, being, being patient with us. But we're not respecting the values and the core that he instilled on us and, and told us to do. So when you go to Deuteronomy 28, he said, if you do all my statutes commandment, we'll be on top of the world. All right. So as a nation, black man and black woman, Latino man, Latino woman, Native Indian man and Native Indian woman, are you on top of the world? As a nation, not as a little bit, like, because you got Michael Jordan money, Tyler Perry money, and Oprah Memphis money. You know, that ain't the whole nation. That's just a 1% of a, a billion people out of the nation, damn near. So that ain't nothing. That's small, that's small change. That's small change in the dump. Jump yard. So we didn't do we didn't do the commandments right. Because if we didn't if we didn't do the commandments, so we ain't here in captivity. So you go to Deuteronomy 28, you see, you scroll down and you see you didn't do the captivity, what gonna happen? If we don't do what the Most High say, what's going to happen? We lost our heritage. Did we lose our heritage, black man and black woman? Because evidently, they call me Negroid, black, Afro-American, African-American, all these other things. The Most High said you will be a byword by words and I just gave them all to you. Coincidence, I'm scratching my head, right? All these is a coincidence. So he says that you go you 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 have your children another nation gonna take your children and you ain't gonna have no military might to get get your children and your kin back. But this is American military is not your military. You just you just a part of it making it run. Because you ain't running nothing in the American military. So don't think this is your military. So as a nation, a black man, black woman, Latino man, Latino woman, Native Indian man, and Native Indian woman, do y'all nation have a strong military? I ain't hear none. I heard crickets. Okay. Um, then you scroll on down. And the Bible in Deuteronomy 28, 68 said, you will be, he said this right here. This is what y'all be sleeping on. He said, you will be sold to your enemy. Now, let's scratch on our heads on that fam. Deuteronomy 2868 said, You will be sold to your enemy for bond man and bond woman. Slave man and slave woman. Right? So, was our forefathers slaves? My forefathers weren't no slaves. Maybe not. But I know it's more than my forefathers were slaves in America. Let's analyze. 
WSB gets real about some of the painful truths about slavery. A local probate court judge made a stunning discovery in a record room. She and her staff decided to read wills that date back to prior to the Civil War, and they found documents detailing how slaves were passed on to relatives. Channel 2's Tom Jones got a chance to read some of those records. Now, it was like history coming to life reading those records here at the Fulton County Courthouse. You know, you read about slavery in history books, but reading the wills of slave owners, you see how they really treated their slaves like property, handing them down from one relative to another. Here, people came to leave their last wishes and where they want their properties to go. Back in the 1800s, that property included slaves. Fulton County Chief Probate Court Judge Kenya Johnson showed me wills her office discovered from back then where slave owners wrote what should happen to their slaves when the owners died. It is my will and declare that all my Negro slaves divided into five lots. The well-worn documents show how slaves and their children were treated like cattle. I bequeath to my daughter, Margaret Rebecca, my Negro woman, Jen, of dark complexion, and all of her children, to her and to her heirs forever. Judge Johnson had her staff go through the wills to see what slave owners did with their slaves when she realized she had documents before the Civil War. She was shocked at what they uncovered. It is emotional to know that um, that slaves were considered property. Johnson says it's one thing to read about it in history books, another to see and touch the actual records. This is not only Georgia history, but it's American history. Her staff found one will that caught them by surprise. A slave owner, one of his more than 30 slaves, paid and sent back to Africa when he passed. When they start to Liberia, in the event I die before they start to Liberia, $100 each. Johnson says this is something we don't hear often. While slavery was a horrific institution, there were some compassionate slave owners. Yeah, Judge Johnson says she is working to restore and preserve some of these documents, and she wants to partner with museums and archival organizations to do that. She says the public can even see some of these documents by making an appointment. So what you got to say now? What you got to say now? So was it? Did the prophecy was fulfilled? Was the prophecy fulfilled? Now, we got to understand this. We are the children of the book. So, did those Jew Jewish people go through this in their Holocaust? They had a Holocaust, y'all. We had a genocide. So, what's the difference between the Holocaust and a genocide? But everybody don't want to talk about that, right? All they want to talk about the Holocaust, but they don't want to call talk about the genocide. Because the Holocaust was in the genocide. The main player in the genocide. But why? And then the Holocaust don't even want to acknowledge their wrong in the genocide. And they're supposed to be the children of God. They genocided my forefathers. They ripped them apart. They burnt them. They killed them. They hunted them. 200 million or more. 200 million people genocide and still count. The Bible says that they will have a perpetual hate. Face, you just said 
Fancy just said that some of the slave master gave them the money and kept them going. I already told you, there's some good Caucasian people out there. But when you close your mouth the wrong, then you're in agreeing with it, so you're a part of the clique anyway. Because that tells you history that they don't care about you. Mike Vick. See, the Most High showed y'all that. The Most High giving y'all an example of what their mindset was on that. See, they rallying up, but this is a future shot for the world to see, to, to, to see what you're dealing with. Everybody going in, in, in. Oh, Mike Vick did this. But look, 50 years later, and look how they react over a dog fight and don't do the, and the, the same energy when cops go out there and kill innocent children, black children. Where's the energy at? It wasn't none. Silence. So silence means I agree with it. So what's the difference between the Holocaust and the genocide? Did 200 million Jewish people die? And plus, it'd probably be more than 200 million. That's the record I see so far. But my calculation ain't always right. The numbers ain't gonna all be right because nobody don't really know the numbers but they already know how many, you know, approximately how many people had left out of here and did, did what they did. Because there was a whole lot of us out here, and we know it. Oh, can we all get along? Can we all get along? Can we? See, we got people. Can we all get along? Or that just in the past. But what did y'all do as a nation to rebuild your wrong? Silence means you agree with it. That's what the non-pigmentation man and the non-pigmentation woman don't realize. When something happened in y'all nation and affect y'all nation, then you want to have all this strong energy. But it ain't preferred to y'all nation it's somebody else's nation. Then there's no other empathy. You know, y'all see it for yourself. Y'all heard it for yourself. The lady already said. The lady already said. Go down there to Atlanta. Make an appointment. And go see those documents. And there was a lot of books on there. It wasn't. It wasn't they were showing books on there. I was like, good Lord. I was like, Lord. It was a lot of paperwork on going down. And they had them big old long books. You know them big old long book look like a dog on six shoe? Maybe a 12. Maybe a 12 shoe, that big old book. It had them little scribbles on there. Yeah, I like it. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. And they said that was in the past. And then, this is the kicker, y'all. Yeah, the non-pigmentation man and the non-pigmentation woman 
was so righteous. Why is there no compassion explaining in the congregation in the church? Well, and telling the history of what their forefathers had did to our forefathers. That's a part of the scriptures. Because we are the scriptures. That's what you don't fail to realize. We are the scriptures. But we don't know that because we've been when we're trying to learn, they keep, they, they they beat up, beat you to death. You try to you, you try to learn, they do some wicked. They don't want you to learn nothing. They don't want you to learn nothing. They don't want you to see nothing. All they want you to do is be in the box. And all you be in the box is all you know. So when you put people in the box for a hundred years and all they know is ring around the rosy, and when they come out of the box, what is going to be? This right here. What we got right here. How our people running around. This is what we got. Because they took the they they whipped the ethic they whipped the ethic out of us, right? So the Bible said you'll lose your heritage. They whipped the ethic out of you. So that's Bible prophecy. That's how you lost your heritage. You lost your heritage. By the destruction of the Arabs and the non-pigmentation man and the non-pigmentation woman. I don't know about the other world of non-pigmentation, but I can only talk about the world I'm in what I see in the non-pigmentation and what I heard in the non-pigmentation and what I feel in the non-pigmentation because I'm on hands too. Because every, I say 97% of the time if a black man and a black woman sit down and watch Roots or Rosewood they gonna feel a certain type of way the Bible says an eye for an eye a two for a two a foot for a foot. A life for a life. But the crafty council say. Turn the other cheek. Exposing the sample, call him Kunye West. America gonna be destroyed. No doomsday threats. It's gonna get hit with ballistic missiles from Gog and Magog. You shouldn't have had liposuction. Should have jogged the weight off. We the resistance. Hear the bravery in my voice. You lied to us when you said slavery was a choice. Nigga must have smoked up a whole quarter piece. 1441, we was kidnapped by the Portuguese. When I hear the words make America great again, all it means is make blacks and Latino slaves again. You said Bush don't care about black people. When it comes to cooning, you're a Barkley and Shaq's equal. You was the realest spitter ripping the beat up. Now you in a sunken place, spoon clicking the teacup. Yeah. 
learning you're a slave mom turning in her grave lyrical sermon on the page just burning off the america was great when they stole the land from the natives it was great when they brought blacks over on slave ships it was great when they prospered our free labor it was great when burning our bodies was sweet savior it was great when they could rape our women at will it was great when they did our children like emmett till it was great when firemen sprayed us with hoses it was great when they killed all our modern day moses could you cherish a place where we perished in hate then wear a hat that says you want to make america great your character's fake saying trump represents freedom he's eat him he told cops when you stop blacks mistreat him everything changed when you got with that ratchet thought your mom's casket dropped evil cerebral and rapid thoughts the aftershock you started tweaking off acid drops high as an astronaut i bet this shit happened to travis scott watch the throne you really sold yourself a dream it seems the people high up got the lowest self-esteem you made back on the road to hell you should be wearing that hat that said you sold for sale yeah, look at all this backlash hate first you backstab hold then you backstab drink mk ultra eye stuck in your mouth wide this ain't the same kumbaya from the south side america was great when cotton picking with bloody fingers it was great when we called Mexicans beaners. It was great when we didn't have a voice to speak. It was great when they fed us scraps, no choice to eat. It was great when they fed our babies to gators. It was great when they beat us before the taser. It was great in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. It was great when the media didn't cover our stories. Yeah, Deacon, AKA Five Lord, Sakari. All praise Yahweh, Shimei, Shai. Hey, Kanye, man, get out. You out of pocket, homie. All the Jews, all the gems, all the jewels and gems you gave us about our history, all the social injustice that you spoke out about. And now this, this ain't the land of our rest. All right? We under curses, we Israelites. They're not for us, man.